we're just checking out Fiverr.com in the last minute or so and some old timey illustrations. Wow. This is uh, this is pretty pretty horrible. Um, I just tuned into the stream. Mm. And and uh, and the stream was frozen on this face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I was making that face to begin with, but the stream was just frozen with that face. So I think you were just amazed by the deals on Fiverr.com. Uh, what yeah. you can get for a Fiverr. Yeah. Yep. That's what that's what that was. I think it was what that was. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, you can, you, you can get some pretty good stuff, but like I was saying before, you don't worry about AI, you know, it's $15 to sign up for mid journey. You can design anything you want pretty good. As long as you start to learn how to put the prompts in and, you know, a lot of these guys will get weeded out. I got hit up by a friend who's like not online at all. And he asked me, Hey, how can I make money using nothing but AI? And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? What are you thinking? He was like, I was thinking about writing articles, but it was just AI writing articles. Or I was thinking about doing closed captioning, but it's AI doing the closed captioning. I was like, you know, yeah, here's the thing about anything like that. Like, yeah, you could probably do it, but you know how much effort you'd have to put into not getting caught doing it? Like you're going to have to proofread it no matter what, and it's going to fuck up a lot and you're going to be burning almost the same amount of energy it would take just like having this job for real. So what, yeah, so, he, so he's asking, how can I get the most money for the least amount of work? <laughs> yes, but it, it creates a new venue of a new avenue of work you have to concentrate on to be able to do it that way. So it's like, yeah, all right, you don't have the skill off the top of the dome, which that would just be the fastest thing. You know, but does he ha does he have this AI skill? Like, is he even good at that, or just he? He knows nothing. He he hardly knows how to use his Instagram. He gets hacked every three months because some girl sends him a link <laughs> from Russia, and nice. then that's it. He's gonna make a brand new account. Right. So she's or he's like my dad who just hears a who who just uh, any console is a Nintendo, right? Mm -hmm. It's like that type of knowledge of the technology where it's just like, oh, that's a Nintendo Black. Nintendo PlayStation. Black. That's, yeah. that's like bar the Black Barbies. When you would buy the Black Barbies back in the early 90s for your Black daughter, you would get Nintendo. That's just a stolen Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> just a Nintendo with a lot of uh, fake games inside. Just, you, can get, you can get that here. I don't know if you've ever seen what a poly station is. They uh they uh put it in a box that kind of looks like a PlayStation, and then when you actually play it, it's just like old games in an emulator. Nothing PlayStation really. Just oh look, it's a uh, hundred versions of Mario, and each different version is just a different stage. Or oh, his suit is a different color. That's a whole new game. Mm. That's all you get from that shit. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking when you said a pulley system. I was thinking like it was just like an old manual thing from the 40s that people would use for work, like a lever. Like you just have a lever, but it wouldn't be connected to anything. You just play with it back and forth with the lever. What if you just gifted somebody a rope for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, and just encourage them. Let me show you. To uh, play tug of war. That's a good old fashioned game from childhood, tug of war.
Ah, yes, See, the Pikachu. You know, the police station that has a CD area for cassettes, mm -hmm. I guess. Often sold in South American, Latin American, and yep. uh, Southeast Asian. Asian countries. Yeah, look at this one. This is a police station three with PlayStation wow. 1 controllers. Isn't that cool? What about the Pika Boy? <laughs> to have a good time is <laughs> to have a good time for family. Pika game with an American flag t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. That's did so, you you had these? No, 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 no. I was I was broke, but I didn't have any like I'd rather not have anything that buy this shit. <laughs> you know, I had like an NES in the 80s when I was a toddler and the 90s and but i only had like three games because our games were like fucking a hundred bucks mm -hmm. they were incredibly expensive for the quality of shit that you would get and the games were really hard uh but i never had consoles until like to playstation what three two maybe these uh, the, the cracked video games that are like especially from the early 90s for game boy that got hacked and people would adjust the colors on the character's coat and then sell it as hey here's your pokemon game actually now it's Resident Evil Pokemon. Yeah. Those fascinate me. I, I was always like, back in the early days of the internet, when I was like nine years old, browsing the, the World Wide Web, I found a Pocket Monsters website where you could buy the Japanese games and have them delivered. And back then, I think even on eBay, you could pay with a check. You could pay with a money order. You could play that game and mail it to the person and then hope that they send you what the thing was. And I always remember trying to get my mom to send a check in the mail to these people so I could get Pokemon for $80 or something like that. Because it would be it would be a lot of money. It wasn't, you know, as simple to just get something from Japan, have it sent to America, you know. So that was that's my fondest memory. But there was there was one Pokemon hack in particular that was pretty popular in the United States. I think it was Pokemon Arcade. There was there was a Pokemon like Tetris style game for GameCube, but um, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what the actual game was. It was some, it was something like that though. There was for, uh, was it NES Pokemon puzzle league? That was mm. Nintendo 64. Mm -mm. It was for game boy. It was definitely for game boy. There might've been something for Nintendo 64 also, but, um, it's a Pokemon Tetris, but I don't think that's real. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Uh, uh. Pokemon Mini. Yeah, so so you've been uh, uh, dipping your hand into bootleg shit from early in your life, not just as an adult. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with like bootleg anything when I was 10 years old. You know, I, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world to have a bootleg DVD, a bootleg videotape of anything, so much so that I started a bootlegging ring where I would take videotape and I got two VCRs and I would rent movies from the video store. And I basically, I lived in the projects too, as a kid, I would go around and be like, Oh, you want, you want Harry Potter too? I got Harry Potter too. Just give me $10 in a day. I get you Harry Potter too, just fine. And I would do that. And I would sell people videotapes that way. And, uh, I had one customer try to return his tape because there was a second of SpongeBob in the middle of Harry Potter. And um, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll set, I'll make you a new one. And I just never, never did that. I waited for him to forget and leave me alone. It's just recorded of someone's TV. 
with the yeah. edits and everything. It's, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know what edits. My first, my first version of that was like, again, when I'm a child, I took my camcorder and I turned off all the lights in the room and I just recorded the TV, like how people would bootleg movies at the theater. Yeah. And then eventually I was like, this is stupid. It looks horrible. The audio is terrible. Let me just buy a second VCR. And um, my grandfather used to do that and then would give me tapes when I was much younger, when I was like three or four years old. I just had stacks of tapes from the video store where he'd have put like three different movies on one tape. And I stole that method. Uh, and then that's how I would make like Harry Potter and whatnot for kids in the hood. I was really given back to the underprivileged community, some oh, would wow. say. Yeah. You're like The Wire, but with VHS tapes. Yeah, it was cocaine. a lot like that. Yes. <laughs> no crack. Uh, hey, if you're watching this live right now on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, and hang out in the chat. Talk to us because we're going to be live for probably about an hour or so and just chit-chatting. This is a live episode of our new podcast, B-Bang, or just Bang or Bong, which is Korean for bread. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. So this is a way to promote the show. Go, go to Spotify. Or actually, Hans, are you in the chat right now? Can you post a link to the Spotify of sure. the new podcast? And this new podcast, which this is going to be episode three of, is um, just a general show where we're going to be talking. And it's not specifically movie-related, but of course, it's Hans. It's Lorez. Movies are going to come up, of course. Of course. So that's the dealio tonight. Should I do a demonstration as to how easy it is to find the podcast on Spotify? Yeah, let's let's do that, please. Hold on, this fucking app is not even loading. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, All right, let's take a look at this. Oh, no, not yet. It's loading. <laughs> I haven't opened Spotify in, in this computer and I don't know how long, so it probably needs to install a bunch of shit. So I'll let you know when it's ready. Hold on. What do you mean install a bunch of shit? Like, are you putting these Updates. up on LimeWire or something? Ow. Do you know how to use Spotify? Did you just hurt yourself in an old yes. man sort of way? <laughs> yeah. Just hit my shin. Uh, okay. We're up. Let me see. Uh... Uh, here we go. Okay. So, bang. Recent searches. Let's see. Changbin. Bangalang. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, first of all, so... you're searching the wrong thing. You get to type in B dash bang, B boy music. B oh, hey! It was simple. That was way simpler than I was expecting. <laughs> Welcome to the cheese room. Yeah. Uh, and you want to finish that? What? It doesn't you matter. You were reading. No, don't. You don't have to play. Um. Oh, I get. I'm not familiar. I didn't watch the. I don't watch Big Brother. I I just realized you don't need to watch Big Brother. You just got to read the New York Times. Do they share it? Oh yeah, they wrote up. He got written up. Luke got written up everywhere. Everywhere Luke got written up. They started covering this show in Screen Rant and some other um, rags. So they said they called it the Low Res Wonder Bread Podcast. And, and they took right. his words, which were clearly comedic, but it doesn't matter because it's a serious subject matter. Of course. And, you, and, don't, you don't joke about that. Why would you, anyone that's very offensive? That shows that you don't have any empathy. 
when you use that word, you know, all that history, every time you say that word, you're carrying all the history that comes mm -hmm. with that word. Yes, that's right. That's right. what I think about. That's why I don't use that word. Why I'm a good person. It's called basic human decency. Got some? Yeah. Should we just go through the comments? We should go through the man, Monkey Jones. He uh, he got all his audience on that video when we did the dual release of our interview, our exclusive interview with the ejected Big Brother controversial Big Brother contestant Luke Valentine. And um, I got all the Big Brother viewers. I got all the people who watch the show, and the demographic of that show is mostly women in their late forties. And uh, I certainly could uh, tell who is from my fan base versus the Big Brother fan base in that comment section. So we got some interesting replies. Some people are very concerned about our souls. That's yeah. the big thing is they think we're jeopardizing our ticket to heaven because we're standing by Luke here. And I mean, I don't as a Christian man myself, uh, I, I don't disagree, you know. If you want to go to hell, I mean heaven. You can't you can't say the N word in heaven. Try no, it. well, go somebody ahead. somebody <laughs> let us know. Nobody who has ever said the N word has gotten into heaven. Oh shit! Is that one of the comments here? Do you I, see that? That might be on Monkey Jones's video, actually. Oh okay. Let me. Should what is it? Is it Kino? Is it? Is it Kino? Uh, Simeon Jimmy's Treehouse. It was not part of the Is It Kino series. Oh, here it is. Okay. There you go. And uh, it's going to be the longest comment. Somebody wrote a literal essay. It, that, it was like the only crazy person that Mumpke got for his uh, upload. Okay, so not this one. This was long enough, but not... That was a support message, I think. Uh... So a lot of the articles have been saying oh he tried to blame it on his twin his twin duke which is hilarious <laughs> yes <laughs> uh try newest sort by newest maybe he sent me oh, there Jesus you go Christ. there you go shaw God. brothers girl Damn. she looks like a brat's doll let's yeah. see please read okay. this all you white people in here, oh, I'm sorry, it's in caps. All you white people in here, loving Luke, racist self. Nice conjugation, shithead. After using the N-word, had better repent. Jesus is not pleased, and there are no white racist person in heaven. What does it, pro wait, hold on, there's no punctuation here. I can't read this. <laughs> what does it profit you to gain the whole world and to lose your own soul? What does it profit you to hate the black man when Jesus said you must love one another? What does it profit you to be full of hate using the N-word and stuff like that? What Stuff like that. What What's what's stuff like the N-word uh, that you guys... The G-word, the C-word, the K-word. Um... That you're obviously profiting from, which is what this person is saying, right? Uh... Okay, full of hate using the N-word and stuff like that, and then go to hell for all eternity. Does it profit you anything? Do you know what hell is like? I saw it. There is no escape, and you suffered. And night, wait, and night, there is no rest. And then worms are eating your your skin now, oh. whether, whether you believe it or not. 
it's not important how is real, whether you believe it or not. So my question here is your racism using the N word in being racist against black people is what, what, wait, is that worth going to hell for all eternity? Mm. No, sorry. I, sorry. I said that as a question, but there's no question mark. So I, I misread that. Uh, black people, is that worth going to hell for eternity? That's my question. And FYI, Jesus said the first shall be the last. You white people were first in recognition, first in popularity, first and finances and all these things. But Jesus said the first shall be last and the last shall be first. We black people will be the head and no longer the tail. <laughs> you already know it, white people. That's why the white race is diminishing and the black race is increasing. That's why you have white people trying to come to black neighborhoods and trying to shoot it up. What? <laughs> <laughs> and trying to shoot black people because they realize that your white DNA is diminishing because there's a lot of race mixing and we black people are increasing. So where you're, whether you repent or not, you white people are going to be the last Jesus said it and he cannot lie. You better repent, you white people. Wow. Um, so this was a very, very controversial comment. Can we go to her profile? And oh, she wrote back to Mumkey. I didn't see. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So Mumkey, I did says, not see this. Okay, not gonna read all that dumb shit. But heaven and God are real, and Luke is based. <laughs> and then she says, assuming that it's a she, just because you don't believe heaven and hell exist does not mean when you die you're not going to hell. You can bargain with your soul all you want, but if you die a racist the way you are now, you will bust hell. You bust. That doesn't sound bad. Hell wide open. And there are people in hell telling God they're sorry, begging him for a second chance. And he, oh my God, how long is this? You white people are diminishing your race is diminishing. Wait, also, so are, can we do a population check? Because I'm pretty sure the black race is not increasing <laughs> at all. But what do they mean by increasing in numbers, increasing in subscribers? Like and subscribe. Patreon.com slash Lores to help the black race. If Jesus is right about this, what else is he right about? Hell, mm. that's right. <laughs> Wait, so so that means that if he's wrong about this, he's also wrong about everything? I think by so. that reasoning, right? Yeah. You said this shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When mm. did you say that in the podcast? No, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. I mean, again, this person is um, a crazy person. They're a lunatic. They should not be on the internet. They clearly have some form of um, uh, psychosis that they're going through. And, uh, you know, she said us black people, but can we, looks... can we do a zoom in? I don't know about that. Oh. You've reached the Shaw Brothers girl page, as the name says. This channel is dedicated to Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movies, as I am a Kung Fu fanatic and have been watching Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movies since I was 12 years old. That was over 20 years ago, so he's 32. And I can't get enough of Shaw Brothers Kung Fu movies. Is that a Shaw Brother? That's supposed to be Shaw Brothers girl. So here's a thing that's very common with the Big Brother base. And I said this on the podcast with Luke. There are a lot of people that watch this reality TV show and they congregate on Twitter and they're all gay men and they pose as black women. And this oh. is like a light skinned mixed race black girl, I think. But I think it's just like a gay fat black guy, probably. Sure, we be talking that, shit? Maybe, maybe a white guy. 
they're in New York. They can find you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're driving, too. Oh, geez. Yeah. Are they just walking f- in the middle of the street? They're driving? <laughs> they're fucking filming and driving? That's illegal, pal. You're what going to dri- brother. You're going to jail, Shaw Brothers girl. What are they driving that their phone is like out of the window, right? Can you imagine this is your Uber driver and they're <laughs> filming and driving? Oh, God. Um, yes. All right. So well, let's person- not let's not agitate them because they could be legitimately insane and become obsessed. But they were on Monkey's channel, so fuck them, actually. It's all right. <laughs> we can blow their spot up. Yeah. Where does Monkey live? Uh, Iowa, right, or some shit? Nebraska, yeah, you didn't, right? You didn't have Something to, like that? You didn't have to help Shaw Brothers girl track them down. You, know? <laughs> you, you could have said Finland. You could have said, yeah, go oh, find him. He lives in uh, Detroit. Go search for corn and find Mumkey and uh, run him over with your hearse. Is that what hearse? we were hearse? on that video? Because <laughs> there was not a car. It was or, or unless they were holding their phone outside of their window, which is even more psychotic. Well, Big Brother fans are, cr- again, the whole premise of the show is that you're under scrutiny 24 7 people can watch you in your most intimate moments around the clock and i think it attracts a certain type of crazy person and that is the type of crazy person what else do we got here yeah. this are our well the okay the, our our comment section here for uh the luke interview that made the rounds in the press yeah do you even watch the show you all did this interview for views and subs. You guys had no clue what you're talking about. And you just tried acting cool with Luke. What's wrong with that? He's just as clueless as you guys as he wanted to show about what? So just what? This person, by the way, posted three times. Yeah, this guy was very upset. He he was troubled by the whole ordeal. Yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> oh my. Okay. There's a lot going on here. Don't get offended on behalf of other people. It's literally called empathy, Lores. Having empathy. Yeah, you're right. What, what was yeah. I thinking? Someone wrote that today on the uh, clip I released from our episode of movies we did on Sisu, and we hardly talked about Sisu because what is there to talk about with that movie? Yeah. And somebody on TikTok wrote, uh, let me get the exact quote here. They had written to that clip where I was talking about why iDubs might have uh, changed his perspective on certain issues. Yeah. This person wrote, or when you get older, you gain empathy. He was already like 27. Yeah, he was. iDubs was like 30 years old when he was doing (laughs) vomit cake. He was the oldest guy in that group. So I don't know. He was no child when he was eating fucking hair in that cake, right? When he was yeah. shaving his head and saying the and no word, no R words word. yeah and well, what word f word <laughs> everybody knows you know switching your your values to whatever is like the the popular dogma that's how you know you have empathy yeah yeah when you uh, when everything that got you there is uh, immediately horrible when you flush it all away. That's when you have empathy. Uh, so we we have a new episode out of movies where we talked about Sisu, the 2023 film that's being raved about, but we really talked about why Creator Clash 2 failed. Yeah, I mean, we're still talking about Creator Clash 2. I don't think anybody cares to hear our old 
old man commentary f- like five weeks after he declared bankruptcy or whatever the fuck he did. Um, but we did that because it was just fresh on on the top of our minds because the lead actor's name sounded like Joma, which is Idubs and Anissa's last name. Joma. Nice. That's a nice name. It's a nice. What is the origin of that? Middle Eastern? Yeah, like Af- Afghani. Shout out, Robbie. Shout out, Robbie Goodwin. <laughs> Robbie Goodwin, coming back. Coming back strong. Learned. Robbie Goodwin, who doesn't like for people to know that he's from Afghanistan. He is likes that right? to deny that. He denies that on every podcast he's in. Have you not heard him? That's Well, you do the same thing with your Asian. You always deny your Asian heritage. You, you no, downplay I... that. You up you upplay certainly your, your Latinx uh, nature, but you downplay the Asianness for certain. It's because I don't have any positives from the my Chinese side, so I just play my. Oh, you should wear a Chinese dress on this show sometime. Should I get a rice hat? You should get look, what Kirsten Dunst wore in Spider Man when the Green Goblin soared in. The you remember dress? that scene? The red yeah, dress, yeah. 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 You should like wear that. The Chun Li hair. Yeah, that would be good. Let's just wear that in the next episode, and I'll just shave everything but this. Chung Chung Li, are you gonna do? I mean, I'm probably I'm probably not gonna disappear again from the show, but I was gonna say, are you gonna do the sequel that starred uh, Kirsten Kruick from Smallville? No, we talked. We briefly talked about it, and uh, that movie's miserable. It's a miserable watch. It really, it's like sucks in a non fun way. It's like Did you watch it. The, yeah, I've seen it. All the yeah. all those like fighter movies come out of Canada for some reason. Like the Tekken live action movies also were Canadian, and they got like the same uh, caliber of, of star behind them. I don't know that that came to mind because I've been listening to a podcast called Talkville, which is about the the show Smallville. It's Tom Welling and Michael Michael Rosenbaum going through every episode of Smallville and giving like kind of talking Sopranos, but Smallville. Nice. And I never really watched Smallville, but I was on a Superman kick. And I got into this, and what I learned is that Tom Welling's really dumb. <laughs> Tom really? Welling's just an idiot. He's he's a stupid idiot, Tom Welling. He seems like a nice old dumb guy, but I bet you he was a big time prick during Smallville. He's the only reason, by the way, that was never a Superman show. They wanted to turn that into a Superman show around season five. They were like, get in the costume, Tom. And he said, what did I say to you when I signed on to this? I am never wearing the Superman costume. And his one, uh, his, his one uh, um, compromise was, I guess I'll wear it for a half a second from like the waist up in the last minute of the final episode. That's what I'll do. And Is that how it ends? That that's how it ends. Is? Actually, I don't even think it really ends like that. I think he opens his shirt and there's the S and you don't actually see him fully in costume. No, but isn't that from the beginning of the series where they like they paint that on him, making but it, fun of it's, him, right? It's the costume itself. Yeah, they do the there's an iconic, this is like prime 2002 iconography. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing an advert for Smallville where he was crucified and had the red S painted on his chest. It it is such good iconography for that show. And he was, the, yeah, he was the sole motivator behind, we're, we're never turning this into a Superman show. Because I guess there were plenty of Superman shows that had come and gone in that time. Obviously, there's the George, Reeve one, George Reeves one from the 50s. 
And then you have Lois and Clark in the 90s. There was also Superboy, which apparently recast everybody in its second or third season. Yeah. It's- that was everywhere. Everywhere in 2002. So he, yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't know how popular the show was when it was out, but that was a very stupid, uh, you know, I guess he has the look, but a very stupid uh, agreement that, yeah, let's do a Superman show. Yeah, I know. He, I think, was very into it being, so it was the WB at the time. He was into it being like a WB show, like Gilmore Girls or something. He never wanted to do Cape Shit, which... I would understand now, nowadays. Yeah, all right, go, go, Tom Welling. But back in 2002, especially when it's been like 30 years since there was a, well, 87 was Christopher Reeves' last outing as Superman. Uh, why? Why not do that's it? All, that's all he's got now, right? After Smallville, what did he really do? Talkville. Yeah. He was on 22 episodes of Lucifer, he was on one episode of Black Woman. And in three episodes of the Winchesters. He did come back as Clark Kent and uh, do a cameo on The Flash. But it was like, oh, I gave up my powers to have children. Is that because he's chubby now? (laughs) It's just like, it doesn't look like he kept it straight. He has a flat head. He he looks fit for like a 40-something-year-old guy. You know, if you see the full body, he looked all right. But his face is definitely softened out. Yeah. He looks like a YouTuber. This is the quarter. This is how this is how Philip DeFranco wishes he looked. Yeah, you know, rockhead. Did you ever watch this show, Lucifer? Lucifer? No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that. Um, We had a question. Another fake-looking show, right? Like the ones we talk about all the time, where it's just like that's not real, right? That's not. That's. I think that was technically part of the CWDC universe shows. Lucifer. I think it was based on a DC comic book and the devil and the Bible. Everybody knows the Bible is everybody's favorite DC property. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. We had a question here I wanted to get to in the live chat. Feel free to ask us any question at all while we are going live here and we will try to get to it. Um, The anti-sexing discourse? Yes. What do you... All right. So main man Sam 5. And also, if you want to pay us like five bucks to read your question, (laughs) that would be preferable that would be much better and it's a guarantee we'll we'll both answer it individually respectively uh yeah. main man sam five what do you guys make of the whole anti-sex scene discourse i personally don't get it at all well do you get uncomfortable when a sex scene comes on what sex scene anti i don't even know what he's talking about what's going on there's a lot of people on twitter anyway that start to clam up and they get uncomfortable with Directors putting in unnecessary sex scenes into movies. Now, they, unnecessary. They, they love uh, trotting that word out in front uh, of every complaint. It's unnecessary. And technically, the whole movie itself is unnecessary. You don't need the movie uh, in your life most of the time. Like, we could do with that. What, what is the most important movie? Uh, uh, Psycho. <laughs> There's a psycho <laughs> it's psycho um because yeah. you have to beware of cross dressers you gotta watch out yep. for the mama's boy yeah yeah the knife and the shower curtain uh i that's that's weird i mean i 
I'm trying to think what movie have I seen recently that had a boys afraid, but that sex scene was awkward, right? Boys afraid. Bo. Oh, I it? thought this was like a dark, <laughs> dark web movie. Boys afraid. Boy, mama's boy is afraid. Uh, I don't. I think it's it's just uh people that don't know how to control their erections that they get when they watch an uncomfortable sex scene, and then they're like, "Oh, I should not be there. I'm uncomfortable with my sexuality." I don't know. I mean, I I don't think that's the case. I think guys lie, and mm-hmm. women have been programmed like. 20 to 30 year old women, actually, I don't even know about 20 to 30. It might be like 20 to 40, to be honest with you. Women have been programmed into thinking like advances and uh, any sort of like moderate sexual aggression in any regard makes you a victim is like mm. bad. Like a guy should be like, hey, you want me to like kiss you on your on your neck? And I can I touch your knee? Can mm. I can I do that? even though they don't really like that, but they've been programmed to think, oh, hey, this is the, the appropriate one, two, three on how we get here. The average woman doesn't think that at all. It's all these online, all these online women. And so well, some, somehow that- Make believe. Yeah, somehow that evolves into sexy, sex scenes. Ah, that's un- uncomfortable for the actress in the scene. She's get, she, the guy's on top of her. They didn't need to do oh. this. You know, I right. think it's just, it doesn't make any sort of rational, logical sense, but it falls into this whole me too bin, you know? It's just being uncomfortable with any type of physical demonstration on screen. It's I being guess. so concerned with physical violation that you're off put to the concept of people being even moderately uncomfortable for a minute right. filming it. Anything that's not like little women romance. Uh, and by that, I mean the book, not... <laughs> uh it's wasn't it's that a kids weird. movie what are you talking about is I'm, it well i don't know I, I little thought it was like a isn't little women like a romantic like yeah but book? i think it's like 12 year old girls oh i okay so yeah maybe, no, hans maybe is bad confused. example maybe hans was thinking steel magnolias yeah i'm sure i was thinking uh 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 dallas buyers club blue velvet that's uh you know I frequently very, confuse blue velvet and little with women. A very uh romantic blue velvet scene when they're in the car and he's I love when Christina Ricci says baby wants to fuck. <laughs> yeah, and put baby in the corner. You... What's the most important movie? Porky's oh. 2 says uh Sped Kaczynski. That's a good choice. Man, they really erase Porky's from the the whole cultural conversation cuz you can't have Guys peeking through the hole. They're peeking. They're looking. Oh, at, those, they're looking at the holes. Yep. All, all those horny comedy movies. No one really mentions them anymore. Even something like American Pie has completely disappeared from from being mentioned or referenced. Other than other than you know them doing what these small guy uh, Smallville people are doing, which I'm sure I'm sure they have a podcast where they talk about it. Because that's no. I mean, you would I. On Smallville, they never talk about Alice and Mac, by the way. On talk, of course. Sorry. Well, For, what are you going to say? Oh, she, you can't say she was a nice girl that was nice to everyone. They, well, they, they talk about her as an actress, but they don't ever go, oh, yeah, behind the scenes, this and that. Um, it's, you know, and, and if you're watching the Talkville podcast, you don't really need to watch Smallville. That's my thinking. Hmm. I did the same thing with Frasier. I listened to a Frasier podcast, never watched Frasier. What's it? 
it wasn't uh, the actors, right? No, it was it Kevin was Smith and some other fat guy. Nice. Part of Smodcast Network? It was for the two seasons. And I was like, damn, I really like this Frasier show. I never watched Frasier. Um, okay, what else we got here? Lorez looks like the middle ground between Ryan Gosling and Charles Carroll. That's very flattering. Um, how hot is, is it? I think so. How hot is Emperor Tomato Ketchup? I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that a jab at me? Is that like a secret sneaky jab at me somehow? What, what the fuck is Emperor Tomato Ketchup? Is Salo better than Batman? No. Salo, look, I, you know, we've we've done enough of these these jabs at certain. Oh, it's a movie. Than, what? Short experimental film made by Shuji Terayama. Emperor oh, Tomato okay. All right. Yeah, no, I actually haven't seen that. I'll check it out. Um, Mass State Lottery, Main Man Sam. That's right. That is right. We just we did a show right before this show that is going to be Patreon only. And um, we talked a little bit about the making of Mass State Lottery and OFC and how I had to uh, regrettably turn down the lead role in a film that's shooting this week. And I would have got a, a lot of money for it. And it would have been awesome. And uh, I can't a, do with it. With a legend. With, with a, a legend. There's a legend in the film, a real Hollywood icon uh, who ascended around the millennium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I you listened know, to this. You know yeah. those actors that like to go for it, you know? He was a lost boy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just needed someone to stand by him. Beautiful goon, too, you know. It's a kind of a little goon. Yeah. Little, what would you call a little goon? A goonie? Hmm. You know, something like that, yeah, you know? Something like that, yeah. So I would have I been acting with uh, somebody like that. And uh, it, it crushes me because the pay would have been so good. But it also, you know, obviously you want to work with titans of the industry any chance you get. And uh, I unfortunately won't be partaking in that. Sucks, but I gotta I gotta commit to OFC all the way. Yeah. So that's that's all there is to it. Can't compromise uh, this late in the game of principal photography and neglect my directing or my acting for Omega Fish Corp because I think what we're building is going to be insanely funny. What we've been doing is fucking is crazy, crazy funny, and I'm so excited for you guys to see it. And especially you guys who keep saying, hey, when's Mass State Lottery coming out? It's coming out when I'm going to make it ready to come out. But Omega Fish Corp will be ready soon. Very soon. It should premiere. Don't quote me on this. Should should premiere around Halloween on Subgenius.tv. And if you sign up for Subgenius.tv and they ask you why you subscribe to Subgenius TV, you tell them it's Omega Fish Corp only. Only. Yeah. Yeah. More money. Uh more money for season two yeah yeah you could have worked with this guy that likes to stand by me sometimes. i made that already i said that already <laughs> he he's one of those people that only you know when they read a book the, they only like the final chapter you know that type of guy <laughs> that type of guy is always um li licensed to drive <laughs> ready to, what is it what is it, what is it? <laughs> Boy, this sure is a surreal life. Yeah, you know, he's uh um oh fuck this will definitely give it. <laughs> uh he uh he he um 
God damn it. <laughs> I'm not doing well. Ah, he, he, you know, he's he's not a huge fan of of uh, big burgers, but he likes little sliders. Um, that's that type of guy. Uh, that uh, he, he's not a huge fan of magic, but he loves voodoo. What? I'm I'm, I'm mentioning. Now you're getting too I'm... obscure with it. Now I I don't even follow, and I like this guy. I'm just going through his list of. Uh, you know, he likes animals, but his favorites are uh, turtles that are also teenage and ninjas. He was in that? Oh, wait. Yeah, he was a voice, wasn't he? This is Donatello, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could have thrown out Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he Not Twilight Zone. Is... Um, Tales from the Crypt. He was with Dennis um, Miller in that one. Uh, he, um, he, he likes women, but his favorite name for a woman is Angie. You know that guy. Angie Everhart. <laughs> Celebrity a, Mall Yucatan. Damn, she was, she was, the, she was an episode for, for, for an older lady in like 2005 or so. He was on an episode of what? Of Angie, whatever that is. Oh, I thought you were talking about Angie Everhart and Bordello of Blood. No. Does he do anything with her in there? Does he have? I have no, no. He's like, I think that might be his sister or something. I don't know. I don't know. Who do you think is going to die from Mass State Lottery first? We thought we thought it could be Kenny. Kenny's been missing for three weeks. No, Kenny has not. Kenny yeah. posted ten hours ago. Brought a bought. He said brought. He meant bought. Brought a brand new Nintendo Switch, and then he he did like a jumping up and down video and or something. I don't know. Kenny, our our good friend Kenny Dorsley. Old boys, Kenny Dorsley. Hans won't do the show with him. Now you know why. He's jealous of the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I was going to pull it up, but doesn't he have like five Facebook profiles that we're friends with? So I don't even know which one I'm supposed to go to to see. Because he also posted something like, why am I getting all these updates from one person? <laughs> Did you see that one? No, I, you know, I, I don't. First of all, I've been banned from Facebook Somebody IP fucked me. Um, my accounts actually are not banned, but anytime I log in from any device or any any location, it gives me a white page that says, sorry, we're working on it. And I've been locked out of Facebook for many months. If anybody knows anybody who works at Facebook who can resolve this issue, I would like control of my Facebook page back because that's where the biggest following is. I got like 20,000 followers on there. That would be nice. Um, but yeah. I don't have anything. Yeah, no, I can't see what Kenny's up to. Please update. Okay, so he posted yesterday. OMG, this last month has been hell. I'm good, though. Everyone have a good night. Okay. And then it says, it feels like I just woke up and missed a week of life. Um, yeah, we says, my notification full with one person. Why? Oh, and I don't know. I couldn't possibly. First of all, the one person is not me. But it is somebody very, very, very important to Kenny, and uh, this is not good. Not good. Um, all right, let's let's reroute back to who's going to die first from Mass State Lottery. Probably me. Hopefully me. I mean, if you keep <laughs> if you keep losing weight, you're on the list. You're you're not you're like in the B tier of the list, mainly yeah. due to age. I'm on the machinist diet uh, for Mass State Lottery too. You know. I need to lose all that weight. Yes, just... I give you AIDS in Mass State Lottery too. Yeah, yeah that's how my character uh, doesn't die because I'm coming back for Mass State Lottery too. But I have to be. He's got to afford that pill every month, 
And how is he going to do it? He's going to ride share drive more. Yeah. With an oxygen mask and and very frail, brittle arms. Uh, So we're working towards that. Uh, and hopefully, yeah, die not die before the sequel, so we can. Do no, it. I I don't even. I yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be it'll be great if uh, we'll have to recast a good quarter of the people because they've passed away. Enough time has just gone by. Um, yeah, people are saying not- either Kenny or Buddy, either uh, Jake Bob killed Bob by Bob Kenny. Bob. What's Buddy up to? Good question. He's uh he's probably on that that prison diet, you know. He's he's with Kenny. <laughs> he's him and Kenny teamed up. They're out of town right now. They're on vacation in Las Vegas. I hear they're having a great time. Yeah, they're playing Fortnite on their Switch and rage quitting together. Mm. All right, what else do we have? Again, by all means, drop questions in the chat if you want to super chat. We will definitely get to your questions here. Um so yeah, where what were we talking about before we got into um stars and starlets and goonies and goons are you a gooner do you goon where's the goon cave in hans's estate i i i am not even gonna say yes because i don't know what that means <laughs> so i might be agreeing to something that i'm not uh have you known any goonettes <laughs> okay you took too long to answer uh are you googling quickly urban yes. dictionary goon goonette Yes, I am because I goon like that movie. Yeah, play hockey. I love goons. Yeah, uh, the goon cave. That's where Hans is always broadcasting from. That's why it's dark and green. A goon is a low-ranking member of a gang. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's right. That's what we're talking about here. It's like a 1950s female gang, like in Greece. Wait, hold on. (laughs) The term goon out refers to a point during masturbation where a person loses control and reverts to a Neanderthal goon tart, often after hitting poppers or smoking an insane amount of weed. Damn, people use poppers when they masturbate? That's fucking degenerate. What's the effect with poppers? Have you ever done poppers? Your asshole gets loose. The juice is loose. Nice. That's what my favorite gay guy always says when he does a popper is the juice is loose. He shouts it. Who's your favorite gay guy? <laughs> uh, Jerry, I think. I don't know. <laughs> He's in chat. So he'll, yeah, he'll, Jerry, he'll I confirm. See, I see Jerry in the chat. He'll confirm in a couple of seconds. He did say goons and goonettes shout out. So there you go. That's the confirmation. Um, that seems expensive. Three different MSL cast members died from advanced gooning techniques. Gooning. Wait, no, that's different, right? He says sharker. I, I've, yeah. Let's see what sharker is. Is that sharking? Remember sharking? Sharking videos? No. And it would just be Japanese man pulling uh, shirts up or down and exposing titties of women, sexually assaulting them on the street, pretty much. It was very Porky popular on the internet. It, yeah. yeah. Sharking, the green practice where older students spray on what? Power pursue this year. Like a shark would chase its spray. Yeah, this is not what I remember from sharking. Sharking. Okay. What Pull is sharking? Girls. I've never heard of sharking before. So you're just talking about videos, which are probably fake. It says sharking to pull a girl's panties down in public, usually when she's wearing a short skirt. Very popular in Japan. <laughs> Very popular of course, it's popular in Japan. 
That's all their what, videos. What do you think? There's so much uh, degeneracy in Japan. The bomb. You can go watch Oppenheimer and find out. So it's your fault. That's not my fault. I mean, you're American, right? I don't know if my ancestors were in America at that time. They were. Oh, right. They were probably doing. They this. came over on a boat around doing, around that period, but um, I don't. Doing more worse shit in Greece. You're right. <laughs> that, that also implies I'm Jewish. I'm not Jewish. I'm not. I'm not Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have a big nose. This is Greek nose. Yeah. What do you think your ancestors were doing in Greece? I don't want to know the answer to that question. Probably not <laughs> good. They probably had to leave for a reason. You know, it was, probably wasn't. Oh, we're impoverished. It was probably something bad. Do you want to give your five second review of Oppenheimer right now? Since we're probably not going to talk about it. It was good. Nice. Oh, yeah. Florence Pug. She didn't look so good naked. Sorry, Jerry. I got to tell you this. You do I, now. Jerry's a real connoisseur of the Florence Pug, and especially uh, Florence Pug from her ankles down. Yeah. Um, you do see from the ankles down on Florence Pug, but uh, her soles are dirty. So yeah, I don't I know. That, I heard I that Jerry if, Jerry went to an IMAX theater at eleven a.m. so he could just watch that scene by himself. That's a very Paul Rubens move. Very Pee Wee move. Yeah. And because uh, he's in, you know, nowhere, California, it's just by himself watching full <laughs> sex scene with a couple of natives in the background who are doing the same thing. <laughs> That's him. Should we bring Jerry on here to defend himself? <laughs> Jerry, do you want to briefly defend yourself? Is he around? How long have how long has this show been going at this point? Should we be wrapping up soon? Fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. I mean, defend himself from what? You I guess you would so. Deny that. All yeah. right, Jerry. Next episode, you can get. You'll. We'll do it. We'll run a trial for you, just like we ran a trial for Adam from your movie sucks. Yeah, and uh, anti-sexing Jerry Dorsley. Wait, that's not your last name. Uh, after <laughs> anti-sexing Jerry, what's your last name? It's something Swedish, right? Well, I shouldn't say it, but. Uh, He's the person that's very anti-sexing, so I'm surprised that he would actually do that now that I think about it. You know, go see Florence Pugh, his muse, his everything, be defiled by that weird lizard Irishman. Oh, you don't, I don't think you actually see, so people were complaining immediately about the sex scenes in the movie, but it's literally like a few seconds long she's on his lap naked you don't see his dick or anything which he's shown before in 28 days later boy is that thing gross it looks like a fucking like the inside of a clam or something it's nasty killian murphy's penis so um it's supposed to as opposed to whose penis that looks delicious and beautiful (laughs) i don't don't know i think i got a handsome penis personally but uh florence She's not she's not the best nude, you know, which was disappointing to to find out. But um yeah, I don't know. I, I thought people were definitely overreacting about the sex scenes in Oppenheimer. They're few and far between. Uh I was I was gonna respond to some comment in the chat and I've I've gotten lost now. Don't Google what Paul Rubens was arrested for in two thousand two. Worst mistake of my life. Uh, didn't they find books at his home? Like someone went through his books and saw um, some nude 
boys or something by the watering hole from the early 1900s. And they said, that's, that's not legal. And then he got in trouble. And then there was some sort of settlement with the, the government. That's what I remember. Yeah. He, what, what did he have to do? Go on uh, 30 rock and be on an episode of 30 rock as punishment. I think so. I think it was parks and rec. What was he on? He did rock. an episode of Gotham. He was in an episode of Third Rock where he plays like a emperor or something. He's in a wheelchair all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a... I saw so many people going R.I.P. Paul Rubens and posting that before posting Pee Wee Herman. Which is the memorable one, right? That probably feels good if you're Paul Rubens. I mean, he's dead, so he doesn't feel anything. Right? See this character? Yeah. <laughs> Because my body does not produce joint fluid, I cannot. But I would. Anyway, yeah, that was his punishment to be on that show. Uh, main man Sam, it was like lolly hentai or something, and that was a legal loophole. No, it, it wasn't. I don't even know if that was really a thing back then, because it was. I mean, it probably was somewhere in Japan. You could probably find it at your local Seven Eleven, right? Because what is yes. what is that in Japan? They're Age limit is like 11 or 12, something horrible. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was very, like a very tipster, very YouTuber excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. It's art. It's art. What do you mean? What are you it's, against? Freedom of speech? What are you? You're the pervert that thinks there's something wrong with this sexualized image of a drawing. That's just art. Mm-hmm. You know, I just appreciate art. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's say that. Uh, cool dude says Paul Rubens gets big. Okay. Hey, Lorez, are you still doing an episode on the public domain? Laser Ape. Yeah, I guess so. At some point when it becomes relevant, I kind of feel like Blue Beetle bombing at the box office. And it is bombing at the box office, even if it's number one. And now it killed Barbie's streak just narrowly. That's the end of the superhero era. That's it's done. What did it mean by episode on the on the public domain? If you remember, we did an episode many, many months ago. The poop. And we briefly got into the fact that Superman and Batman, 10 years from now, are going to be public domain characters. Just like Winnie the Pooh is a public domain character. We did the Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey show with Jerry, which you can listen to, I believe, on, on the channel right now. You can watch it, or you can check it out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we got into how that will affect the comic book genre because that's the big thing of the day but i kind of feel like now it's that's the first sign it's over i think the flash is going to be looked at as like the heaven's gate that brought it all crashing down and blue beetle is just like the coda to that james gunn he'll get his superman movie you'll still get you'll still get comic book movies but i don't think we're going to stay in this, hey, it's just big comic book IPs left and right. If anything, you're probably looking at more stuff like Barbie. They have a stretch too much, I think. They started, they they stopped or they didn't get creative with the main character. So when they started uh, Captain Marveling it up or when they started Ant-Manning it up, 
or when they started blue baiting it up, which is like, okay, well, you like superhero movies, so you you go watch whatever. And he's like, I don't, who cares? Who's Blue Beetle, you know? Uh, or who's like, I'm only familiar with that character because of the Brave and the Bold cartoon from from uh, Batman that came out like 10 years ago or whatever. Uh, but that was the mistake, I think, uh, thinking that just because people go see these Iron Mans and these Captain Americans or Avengers movies, that anyone would give a fuck about a, you know, side Z-lister hero just because it's a superhero and uh, not trusting Zack Snyder too, I think. <laughs> you know, not going all in with his shit and instead, well, the, the mess that they did, you know, to get to this point, I guess. But the- well, in retrospect, they definitely should have had more faith in, I mean, from the very jump, if, if the, the first moment that they thought that Zack wasn't going to work for them, they should have started bringing in more heavy hitters that could carry their weight instead of like Patty Jenkins wasn't really anybody when she did that Wonder Woman movie. And she did the entire first movie under Zack Snyder's watch. He was creeping over her shoulder the whole time, kind of helping guide what that movie was going to be. So it would make sense for his version of justice league. So I, I don't know. I think, um, whatever comes next, do you think, will it be superior just by default because of how deeply this genre has bottomed out? I think James Gunn is just going to do the same that we already have. I can't imagine him doing anything different just because of his track record. Like, I feel like that style, his style of movie, it's kind of what's already out there with the Marvels, right? Where it's like, it's it's comedic. And uh, and you have uh, characters that are close to their origin or like the uh, original material, I guess. But I don't think he's going to get edgy. I don't think he can afford to get edgy with any of these properties, especially because of the they've pretty much bottomed out, as we've seen with what is it? Te- I, I saw maybe you posted this like seven movies in a row. This they, They've lost money with that. Studio, yeah, I guess right? so. I, I guess since. um Wonder Woman 84, technically. Um, but that's not what I was asking, because I do think... So I think James Gunn's Superman movie will come out, and it'll probably actually be good. I do think it'll be good. But Superman's always an uphill battle at the box office, even yeah. when you have like exciting players in the mix. They had Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. They had Zack Snyder helming Man of Steel with Michael Shannon, and I guess that was successful. But like even then, it was kind of... it underperform- Both underperformed. And yeah. what I was asking was... So we're coming out of the superhero comic book craze of like, you could probably pin it on about 2010, but I think it really begins around 2002. But I guess 2008 to 2010 is really when it's gangbusters. And then 2012 onward, you're inundated with it. I'm talking about whatever the next thing is. And maybe that's Barbie where you get like Mattel movies. You know what I mean? So do you think just by default, because of the the lows that this genre has hit in this past 10 year or so span, do you think that whatever comes next is going to be superior? No, because there's what well, the Mattel cinematic universe where you have, what, what, what could even Mighty Max, you know what? A Mighty Max movie. I'm down. That sounds cool. It's just Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but it's one boy, right? Uh, 
I, I, I think there's a, hopefully, and I, maybe I'm just saying personally, but cinematic universes need to just go away again. You know, I feel like the, the restrictions that, that, that come with that make uh, uninteresting, very same movies where if you watch one it's kind of like i don't really need to see the rest mm -hmm. and if we're talking about mattel like fine barbie worked there's a lot of elements in this movie not just from performances and actors that everyone likes uh but also you know it's goofy and it had like this online movement behind it where people will dress up and go see it so it became more of a spectacle even if the movie maybe it's not going to hold up in 10 years i haven't seen it but there was like an online movement behind it. So it was successful, right? I don't think, and without seeing it and from what I've read and what I've seen, I don't think the movie by itself uh, earned all of those merits that it's getting. And I feel like it's more coming from that movement of attention of uh, I'm more aware pink to go see the movie because this is what people on TikTok are doing. And let's just do this thing as an as an event more than this movie is amazing and it's it's gonna hold up in, in 10 years, like I said. I don't know how you could go back and make a shared universe that's interesting anymore <laughs> because yeah, of I, I completely agree. Of, no, everything that's failed. You've that, yeah. you've you've seen the the max capacity that can hit already, where you have like twenty films intertwined. Where can you really go from there? Marvel's reached its its conclusion, really, in terms of being able to do that. I would be kind of interested to see any of those movies handled, first of all, without a child audience in mind, and just one off. Like if you just went back to what Sam Raimi was doing twenty years ago, what Brian Singer was doing. 20 years, not that, just making movies, uh, 20 years ago, and doing it in that style. I think it would be great. Um, but we're, we're done with that for now. I think it, well, it's, everything's on pause. Like you're gonna I think Joker's going to do well, probably. Mm. The next Batman movie with Robert Pattinson will unfortunately do well. And boy, howdy, is that just a, still a dud of a movie. Um, and you're going you're gonna to see these big characters perform well and everyone else is going to fall to the wayside. And once that happens, those big characters are not impenetrable. You could have a Batman movie that bombs just like you did with Batman and Robin. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. That's how you should do it. I think enough about the uh, shared universes. And I, at the end of the day, it's all about making money. Right? So I don't think the studios are brave enough to do this, but I would love if they, we do superheroes, but not connected and also uh, get directors that do the genre that's more closer to the character and the comic book so that they can do. So, for example, uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist have someone like um, uh, uh, Paul Schrader do Iron Fist and and uh, and. Uh, Luke Cage, why? Because it's a, a story about dirty uh, New York streets, right? And these are crime fighters in New York, kind of like Daredevil. So get someone that does greedy, dirty, uh, realistic, and then put him there. So then 
at least you keep the tone of the comic book and makes it its own thing instead of trying to make those characters fit into what you set up with uh, Captain America, which is a completely different tone, you know? Uh, and you that, know, that, Paul Schrader's... Paul Schrader's got a good like five years left on his life. I think it would be a total <laughs> waste to die doing. Iron. <laughs> okay, uh, how about uh, which uh, 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 Michael Mann's Iron Fist? Michael Mann's Daredevil. We don't need Iron Fist. Iron Fist didn't even work when like, Netflix and Michael. Disney was doing it, and people loved all that shit and universally like praised it. It still flopped. Okay, um, listen, I'm talking about the heroes that I like. So, <laughs> so yes, I would like a uh, 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 Hawkeye, Hawkeye from from uh, Chloe Zhao. <laughs> yeah, Chloe Zhao. Uh, Let's give her a second bite at the apple. Obviously, yeah. her, her first outing with Marvel didn't work. Hawkeye, who's doing anything with that? It's who's her directing time. The, who's directing the Mission Impossible movies? Get that guy to do a Hawkeye movie. There you go. You know, shit like that, where it's like, okay, so we match a creative with the tone of the, uh, um, let's do a Swamp Thing, and James Wan directs Swamp Thing. Maybe I think that thing. almost happened. I think they were going to do something like that. Abel Ferrara doing Daredevil, uh, that would have been cool about 40 years ago. Now it would just be <laughs> too dark. He would, he would, like, up the ISO to... 1,800, and you would just see digital noise throughout the entire movie. Shia LaBeouf is Daredevil. Yeah, Even Steven's why, I mean, reboot. How about that? Because, I mean, we've gone through 20, 30 years of when did almost Batman 89 years. Was, was 34 years ago. No, so, but I'm thinking shared universes. So the Iron Man was what, 2004? 2008. So almost 20 years of the same tone, no matter who the characters are. So I feel, and, and also I think the way that we consume shit has changed a lot. As much as it has changed up to this point, I don't think, are people still binge watching shit online? Is that still a thing? Is that? I, I, I don't think so. I mean, do TV series even generally speaking release all their episodes the same day now for streaming services? I feel like that was a big uh, push as to why you should subscribe to Netflix and watch all their shows maybe back in 2012, 2013. But I don't think they even, really yeah. do that that much anymore. Even during COVID, they changed that, right? Which Maybe is they did, mean. yeah. I don't know. mean? Because it's like, I'm home. Let me watch everything. And it's like, no, just fucking wait a week for whatever. Uh, Fear Street. Uh, Fear Street. Fear City. <laughs> Fear but I think... You I, know, what do you... Hold on a second. What do you think about yeah. all these child properties doing their adult versions now like i saw on paramount plus there was zoe 102 which can you oh, does that is that a paycheck for dan schneider because he created that uh, show probably he impregnated uh, that oh. girl zoe what is it called 102 zoe 102 and i'll tell producers. you what you know i used to i i had a heyday of making fun of women's appearances and how rough they look and then i kind of backed off that but damn, did Jamie Lynn Spears age poorly. That girl is like 27. She looks like she's 45. She looks like a good old-fashioned wino from the 70s. Just a woman who hangs out at a dive bar. And they put some makeup on her. They did, uh, did up her hair and then threw her in this fucking movie. What a disaster. Pull up a photo. Let's see. I need to see this old bitch. That's how I describe her. She's like seven years younger than me. 
Look at this old bitch. No, that's a that you can't really tell. You can see with the teeth. It looks like false teeth. Oh my god. That's a that's a man. That one's flattering because it's dark lighting, you know. She looks like she lost all her teeth from meth and they got replaced. Yeah, because they're all like same height. <laughs> her mouth is the same like thing, you know? It's like so, a woman with false teeth. She must have loved some hard drugs. That's all I'll say. She has the perfect smile. Have you seen this thing? <laughs> Wait, this is not uh bye, I guess. How how would you it's a, a scene on TV? This veneers. There you go. It's the perfect smile. Yeah, that's James. that's he's a normal guy or normal enough. I mean, he lost his teeth prematurely somehow. Type in um type in crystal meth mouth. Was she doing oh Jesus? Yeah. Scroll down. I can smell this. <laughs> Costa Rican mouth. <laughs> See, when you lose your teeth, your face shape starts to change, especially when you lose your upper teeth. And you start to get like a ah yeah. like, like the old lady face. So she was doing something that burnt her teeth away. That, that's what I think. I think those are veneers in her mouth. And whatever happened in her mouth was probably drugs, you know, but she had to be doing something. I mean, Brittany's a fucking disaster, too. Brittany looks like Jack Nicholson's <laughs> Joker. She's marrying, like, fake Muslim guys, you know, bodybuilder Muslim guys who... She's doing the 90-day fiancé thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just a older woman that has money and being fooled by these Middle Eastern models. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, that the point I was before, trying to, yeah. Hold on, before before we move on from Zoe, Dan Schneider is definitely getting something because he's credited as the creator of the characters, at least mm -hmm. based on characters created by. So he's definitely getting some money for that, even if he's not on the producers list, but as the creator, right? I'm sure. Well, I mean, he's smart enough obviously by making as much money he was the highest earner right at nickelodeon because all of his shows were hits so yeah. i'm sure he's smart enough where in some clause in his contract when he was writing the show just anytime you want to make anything with it i'm getting you know some money so yeah all of these revivals the amanda well, amanda is not doing great uh, so maybe that's not going to, there's not going to be a revival of the Amanda no, show. I don't, I don't think so. I think there could be like on Twitter live or something. Maybe she does that, <laughs> but that's about it. Uh, Dan Schneider. I, I mean, I don't know what the contract was, but yeah, he's clearly, he was like the kingpin of Nickelodeon for a period of time. I'm sure he's making bank on everything they do with or without him. So um, to, to what I was trying to circle back to <laughs> Zoe 102 is just one example of this, we're going to take a children's show. We're going to do the adult version of it because that generation ain't having kids, but they're still consuming kid content. They got that nostalgia, hunger. Uh, I think they did it with the Proud Family where they did like yeah. a soft reboot that was kind of adult and about um, all sorts of political issues. And then they did something else. It was another live action show. Oh, Brothers Garcia. There was the live action. Brothers... Yeah, but not House? really. That was, kind of, that was a little bit before. But you think Full House was also like a children's show, right? Mm-hmm. Right, well, I mean, it was a family show. It was a family right. show for sure. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say like kids only watched Full House. Like they didn't dumb down 
some of the i mean that everything was dumbed down with full house yeah they didn't like demature the jokes i guess of like uncle jesse fucking women fucking women behind jess what's her name aunt aunt jessica somebody what is it rebecca aunt rebecca's back you know right dan schneider the only guy who loves feet more than jerry says trembling colors uh do you think that's worse than what they did with uh fresh prince where they turned it into a serious series they dark knighted fresh prince yeah. I mean, yeah christopher nolan's fresh prince i think that's just dumb you know if look i mean what else are you going to do with that if uh if you're I don't know. Nothing. I don't have any. I don't have, fucking I, I know. Shit. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't put that in the same bin. That's more like in the Fuller House category. I Carly. That's what it was. Thank you, Main Man Sam. I don't know who the hell you are, Main Man Sam, but you're like the third co-host of this show tonight. You've been referenced so much. We're on the same wavelength. You're good. Stick around. Um, Ned's Declassified created a podcast just begging they they get a remake for their show. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 certain. There's a lot that are like that. I tuned into the Boy Meets World podcast without um, Ben Savage. It's everyone oh, yeah. but Ben Savage. It's Ryder Strong who played Sean Hunter. Um, what's her name? Who played Topanga? Topanga uh, Danielle Fischel. Danielle, yeah, something. Like and Will Friedel who played Eric. And I'll tell you what, Danielle and um, Will Friedel have like good chemistry and you know, it's not even like a good podcast or anything. I, I, I mean, who am I to judge? But it's just not for me. And then Ryder Strong feels like uh, he's too good for the show. And you can hear that. Like they were talking about, like, how do we get on this game show? And Will's like faking excitement about it. And Danielle's faking excitement. She's like, oh, yeah, my daughter watches this show. And I thought it could be fun to go on this game show. And Ryder Strong was like, yeah, I would, I would never go on that game show. And then they try to like spin that as a positive. They're like, yeah, but that's kind of what we like. Ryder could be the coach of the show. You know, he could just kind of give us insight on how, how to do the, the game show. And he's just not really having the conversation at all. I, I think it what might be one th- of these shows like Talkville, you know. What do you think he thinks is too good for, for it? I'm looking at his IMDb. He hasn't really been, you know, he, he, was he did Cabin girl. Fever and that's it. It was on Girl Meets World. Mm-hmm. Cabin Fever 2, Pulse 3, the king of shitty sequels for horror movies in the early 2000s. Paradise, Texas. Uh, so he's just, he's Charlie Daying them without the career. <laughs> right? The Charlie mm-hmm. Day acts on that podcast too. But who's Will? Is that the supposed to be handsome? Character it was Eric. Yeah, Eric, uh, who has like a great career in voice acting because he was Terry McGinnis for Batman Beyond and he did tons of other voices mm-hmm. on TV shows. That's really probably the smartest move if you're a child star. It's yeah, not, not to do um, New York films that almost starred me, but to go into voice acting, not show your face anymore because people are going to see you age like yeah. some people. And uh, they're going to be like, oh, God, this is very off-putting. I don't want to see this. Why is he 50? Why does he look like that? Who are all these women around him? Is he on drugs? No, just go do voice acting. That's the move. Just just do superhero stuff. That's that's so Raven, says Laser Abe. I guess they rebooted That's So Raven. Um, Did they? I don't know. With the crackhead guy? (laughs) 
crackhead guy. What's his name? You know, his friend, her friend in the show. Uh, what was his name? Corey in the house. How about Corey in the big house? I think that's where he is. These Orlando days. Brown? No, Orlando Brown. No? No. Nope. This guy. No idea. I have no clue who that is. Uh, Robel, LOL, do you guys remember Life with Derek? It was borderline incest for a Disney show. That must have been after my time. I don't remember. Do you remember Life with Derek? Life with Derek. Life with Derek. Phil of the Future. That was, yeah, that was like girls who I went to middle school with who were still watching Disney. And I was like, you still watch Disney? You know, that was past my time even. I watched the Mickey Mouse Club. How about that? Yeah. That was my time. I'd get up at five in the morning and see a rerun of the Mickey Mouse Club. She's looking up like, you know, like, you guys are so awesome. And she was doing Big House. Uh, no, no, Ant, Ant Farm. You know, it was, it was on the same. So, yeah, that's Big House. You know, this, big he's guys trying to look stuff. like, uh, and, 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 you know, like uh, Ludacris, huh? And, well, this is from how long ago? Three years ago. Oh, that's not that long. Like his oh, Joker yeah. tattoo. Ah, man, he's got Heath Ledger on his arm. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Is that a, hell, is that a Hellraiser? <laughs> Go watch. You see that shit? Damn, he looks so. He looks really drugged out. He looks bad. Well, there was a very famous clip where he was talking about how he fucked someone or something. Well, this is he... what he's talking about, Raven Simone, right? Yeah, it's an infamous interview. But he looks like crack sweaty. He looks well. He's bad. he's lately been talking about how you know holy weird and Illuminati and all that shit. So that's that's who he's become. Uh, he did crystal meth, so that, that explains it, I guess. Yeah, uh, see, he's got the same mouth as Jamie Lynn Spears. Same <laughs> upper, same upper teeth as Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, but I would like uh, that's a raving uh, revival, but with him, like this, <laughs> you know, crazy Orlando Brown playing that character, but all like tweaking. That's yeah. the only. I I could honestly care less about any of these, but I think that's that's like the new thing for streaming right now is that so would you what would what would you tune into if they did the adult actually i think they did one for rocco where it was a little more adult you know they probably that i guess could be considered part of it but what would you tune into that would be like the adult reboot sequel um i love lucy with freddie prince jr as freddie prince and uh (laughs) what uh, as freddie prince (laughs) did you mean ricky ricardo yeah, that was Freddie Prince, right? Wasn't no, that, I Love that Lucy? was no, that was Chico and the Man. That was nothing like I Love Lucy. Oh, oh. see, Wait. this is this is another Goldberg's Goldberg's in. So his dad was not Ricky Ricardo. What no. the fuck? Did I go wrong? Mexican? Uh, you did. Ricky. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. First of all, Ricky Ricardo was Cuban. Uh whatever. You know, it's the same thing. I yeah yeah Hollywood yeah Hollywood in the fifties well seventies no it was like America's... it was like the thirties and the seventies he was a stand up comedian I'm sure that's great Freddie Prince uh, yeah he was a Puerto Rican stand up comedian and he killed himself Chico and the Men you are right mm-hmm. okay well maybe he should play 
uh, Freddie Prince and I Love Lucy. Why not? I mean, it's not Freddie Prince. You know what I mean? Shut up. I'm, I'm really confused now. <laughs> Who's Lucy then? They did this I already. I mean, Lucy had her little, I mean, she's been dead, obviously, but she had a resurgence last year because of the uh, movie that, what's his name, put out, who did the West Wing and everything. Bill, uh, uh, not Bill. Um, Bill Engvall. Uh, yeah, Bill Engvall is Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> Big Engvall's the West Wing. Man, that's uh, another guy who's bad with money. Is Bill Engvall. You think being on a tour with Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy and Ron White would, would do enough for you, but I guess he's got nope. a spending problem. Does he have a podcast with uh, a more successful comedian that has no interest in doing it, but he's doing it just for them? He should do that. He should get. He, he should do that with like. Um, he should do that with like Godfrey or somebody like that. Bill Engvall and oh, Godfrey. Right. He has a podcast called My Two Cents with Bill uh, with Bill Engvall on Podcast One and uh, and uh, hundred episodes. Who does he have a co-host? Two thousand. It ended in two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Okay, so, so before it became like actually profitable for a comedian to have a podcast. Okay, he should do it like Brendan Schaub. It says here, my two cents deals with a wide variety of subjects designed to make you laugh and think. Bill tackles everything from parenting to relationships, welcomes celebrity guests, and takes your phone calls as well. And of course, he offers his two cents on it all. Um, you know I what the move, any... the, the real move should have been, he calls it, here's your sign. Yeah. My two cents. That's like the most generic start, like a guy who just started a podcast in Ohio with his friend. He sees every three weeks and just likes to drink beer with him would start a podcast called my two cents. And that's, that, that's the impression that leaves on me. Let me see how long, how much it takes to see Bill Engvall in Kentucky. Oh, that's weird. His website links to nothing. <laughs> Somebody bought it? Did they just oh, reroute wait, it to no. porn or something? No, hold on. He hasn't updated his his website since uh, December of 2022. Um, is he alive? Yeah, he's alive. Is he sick or something? What is Bill up to? He did. Uh, I know he did a season of Dancing with the Stars. That's all I know. That's all I know he's done lately. He had the Bill Engvall show with Jennifer Lawrence when she was a kid. And I don't know. His career just kind of hit pause around 2009. Whenever they stopped doing the theatrical runs of those, what did you see? Of those uh, blue-collar comedy tours. Wait, so he did Dancing with the Stars, but he did stand-up? Mm-hmm. At Dancing with the Stars, so he didn't dance? No, he did. He danced. I believe he danced, but you have to you have to dance if you're on Dancing with the Stars. Because on his Instagram, it says classic comedy with an arrow pointing down, and mm -hmm. it's a link to his stand up on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, so he was trying to win the audience over with something other than his horrible dancing, clearly, and it probably didn't work. Um, Wait, so he yeah. retired apparently. He's retired. Someone 
someone commented uh, in, his, in one of his posts and he says, glad you're enjoying your retirement. Horseback ride sounds awesome. Should have had a nice juicy steak with a loaded baked potato, though. Glad you had a nice day. <laughs> so he's <laughs> So he's retired. Is this <laughs> Bill? Wait, I thought I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought. Are he you was sure his... you didn't go to some random guy's account? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. He looks sick. Yo. Well, there's no better way to oh, end no. than a horseback ride, and then stopping at the Polar King for a cheeseburger. French oh, fries, he's got cancer for sure. Doesn't get better than that. Doesn't get better than Brandon. What did he say? Damn. <laughs> He ain't that old. Damn. Go to go to his profile real quick. He's definitely got cancer. That he lost a lot. Look at how he looks in just oh, like the photo on the right. Oh shit. Hold on. Yeah. Well, this one even. Six days ago. It says of being among the memories. I love yeah, performing he's sick. for you all for four decades. So he retired. Oh no, that's kind of a bummer. All right. Well, sick. You don't, well, first of all, you don't use the brave search function because that is, that, that annoys me whenever I go to private and it goes to that automatically. Yeah, it's terrible. Horrible. Um, damn, that is well, very unfortunate. I mean, Wikipedia doesn't say anything about him getting sick, but he looks not great. Yeah. If you guys want to send $1 super chats, we'll just mail those to Bill Engvall <laughs> for his medical bills. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, look at this even here. How long ago was this? He looks healthy and a couple of pounds on him. Yeah. August 3rd, but we, uh what is this? D uh dinner drive KP with me and my buddy Kyle Petty. So he was doing like the comedians in cars Jay Leno style show, I guess. Damn. Oh, here it is. As we count down the days to the last show, uh, wait, the last show, he, he still has like a little bit of weight here. He's holding on to, he does yeah. not look as bad. That was seven months ago. Back in 1980, when I got talked into going up on stage by my buddies, I never had any inkling that this was where it would end up. I remember going up on stage and just talking. Okay. All right. We got, we got the idea here. I just want to get to the point where he's like, and now I got the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's gonna say. I don't think he's saying anything. I think the reason why he's retiring is to keep to himself. Oh, Damn. right, to, to die in silence, like uh, like Norm, like Norm did. What are you copying, Norm? <laughs> that's that's what someone should say. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan should confront him and and call him out for being a hack for copying Norm. <laughs> You think you are? You think you're gonna die in silence like Norm or Paul Rubens? Yeah. Well, all right. On that note, uh, <laughs> is that the end of the stream? <laughs> um. Oh man, that's depressing. And you know what? It's worse because we were making. Well, I was making jokes about him not being alive, and then when I clicked on that video because it's the last one, I was like, oh, this is probably his dad or something, right? Without realizing his that he's dad, like he's 70. So his yeah, dad would be, yeah. <laughs> his dad is six feet under. Guys, if you're watching the stream right now, be sure to hit the like button and uh, subscribe and do everything that you're supposed to do that'll encourage us to do more streams. How about that? Yeah. 
we got quite a few people what watching, is? tuning in. Please smash that like button. Um, all right, let's let's cruise into something a little more positive, and then we'll put a cap on the show for the evening. What do we got? What's more positive than being L Envol is dying? <laughs> that sucks. Oh man, I now I feel bad for someone that I've never cared for before. <laughs> someone that I always thought was just like, and the other guy. Mm-hmm rounds up the blue car collar well he was never i don't think he was ever like the uh i mean the blue collar comedy tour all those guys were pretty solid right i mean larry larry the cable guy is the most like generic sticky of them ron white was probably actually the most the best like the comedian's uh choice of the four bill was fine jeff was fine but they were kind of played out yeah, more family friendly, I guess, Jeff. Because yeah, I think uh, relying on your catchphrases is not, um, yeah, not 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 the most respectable thing for other people who appreciate comedy, obviously. But I don't think those guys would be nearly as well off as they are without that. I mean, look at Ron White. Ron White's probably yeah. very well off, but he's not well off in the same way as Foxworthy. But it's any comedian? <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Dolph Lundgren has cancer. I don't know about that. I just saw some ad recently for like Old Spice where they de-aged Dolph Lundgren into his like Punisher self, his Ivan Drago self, and it looked um, horrible. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy, if you want to go see him, uh, it's 50 bucks. That's all right. That's 50 pretty standard. Yeah, that's not bad. An amphitheater. So he's still doing it, I guess. Josh Stein. It was probably the vaccine. Okay. No. Probably vaccines. Vaccines. It was the COVID vaccine that did. Uh oh, did I just lose our monetization because I said COVID? Oh, no. Oops. No, he's That's, blue that's how Hans he got skinny, too. Yeah. Most people don't know that. It was all post vaccine. Hans started dropping weight, and it was very peculiar. Yeah, I develop a tapeworm, and now I don't shit. I just eat, and then the tapeworm gets fatter in my stomach, but not me. You guys should get Z-list comedians on the show. Like who? Who for what? Name names, cool dude. Don't don't say Z-list and then not give any names. And for I what, that's what we do already? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, Robbie, shut up. <laughs> Don't get sensitive. How much? Well, that's money the only stand-up see? comedian that I can think of that we've had here. No, I think okay, we've had... Dalton. Don't get defensive. Dalton won't won't reply back to my DM invitation to bring him back on. He's happy doing Twitter Spaces or whatever whatever that is now. So that's okay. How... How much is the Rich Boss Live? Ten bucks. Uh, how much to buy a drink at a bar? <laughs> it's like six dollars for a beer. So there you go. Um, uh, my joke house. You can see Rich Boss by paying twenty-five bucks. Yeah. So. I think I'll stay home. <laughs> I'll just. Well, I mean, why go? You can just give him a call. He still has the same phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call Rich Voss? You call Rich no. Voss. 
Call no, him international. That no, that shit makes me so uncomfortable. I hate that, it. So. Yeah, that, that was the the worst prank call um, oh. we've done in the history of the show. I'm just fucking sweat. <laughs> just my palms are sweaty. I don't want to even be looked at. Is Don Jolly still wife. dead? Yeah, he, Bonnie's just like, why are you on the phone? Why, yeah. What are you doing? Why? What are why you? Why are you doing, answering? Rich? Yeah. Why? Who are these people? I don't know. Then why are you answering? It's 11 p.m. <laughs> We're in bed. Yeah. Uh, is Don Jolly still dead? I don't actually believe he's dead. I think I got misinformation, but we'll we'll find out. I think he's doing a Kenny. That's all. He's probably playing Nintendo Switch somewhere. He's got a brand new Nintendo Switch. That's a hot gossip. You heard it from Lores. Dom Jolly is posting. <laughs> well, should we get Dom Jolly? <laughs> um, he's a famous UK comedian, right? Dom Jolly. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's got 200,000 followers on Twitter. And uh, his location is your mom on okay. twitter so he is right. uh, yeah he's a he's definitely a comic that's has very funny three th- who's he's bragging about having four thousand blocked accounts on his twitter so you know he's a funny how guy. do you feel about that by the way we'll get into that and then we'll cruise out what do you think about elon musk doing away with the block feature okay do you is it i don't really i, don't I feel like enough I've, of I, a following. I think i might have blocked a couple of people but it's not a long list yeah I don't have enough of a following on it for it to matter, really, because I don't get enough hate. I don't typically, care. I try not to typically block people. If you message me from, like, if you create an account, for example, and um, try to flood my DMs with just like shitty uh, remarks, like, well, yeah, I'm just going to block you. Like, you just made this account to send this message. Yeah. So, of course, I, like, I have no uh you know there's no reason not to but uh, for the most part if it's just like somebody's an- annoying on twitter yeah i don't care you can just you yeah, can also just mute, mute them right it's just same thing just get just... get peter green on the show i'd have to Who's find that? him first peter green um from the mask pulp fiction i want to get peter green to work for me he's a good actor he's a solid actor but uh you know Things happen. Oh, big head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I think we're good here for this episode. Um, again, thank you guys for joining us live here on YouTube.com. And uh, we're going to maybe do another one of these pretty soon. Uh, it has been a pleasure hosting this program. And we will catch you again next time. Okay, Hans, do you have anything you want to say before I close out? Uh, Patreon.com slash Loris. Uh, throw us some checkles in there that would be great we have two exclusive episodes up right now it's about to be three by the end of the night not including this stream here we did record an episode right before going live so head on over there and you will get access to it immediately so thank you again guys and we will catch you next time